Salon.com, boy, they got us. Ooh, they nailed us. No economic system has lasted forever. That's true. And I imagine that someday when historians are studying the rise and fall of capitalism, this was just released yesterday from Salon.com, that they might look back at Glenn Beck's 2010 Earth Day meltdown as a seminal moment. An exemplar of how far capitalism created the post-truth society that now seems destined to doom its ability to function. Wow. This is my fault. Mm -hmm. 2010. Though it was only eight years. Though it was only eight years ago. We have largely forgotten how far-right firebrand Glenn Beck essentially prophesized the brand of spite politics that animates much of the right today. On his radio show, Beck gleefully shared with his listeners his plan to turn on as many lights as possible in his home during Earth Hour. (laughs) Wow, I remember that very show. Yeah, and to intentionally pollute as much as possible on Earth Day. Quote, I'm going to burn garbage in my backyard with styrofoam. They cut you dead to rights. Beck told a caller on his April 22, 2010 radio program. Have you cut down your earth tree yet and put it in your living room? It's great. I like to decorate mine with heat lamps, but that's a different story, he bragged. You know, in our Earth Day, we've decided to turn on every light in the studio because we have some cockroaches to expose tonight in the bright light. Now, that's an end quote. Now, Salon continues. Consider for a moment the kind of political position one must take in order to find joy and purpose in willfully burning something as caustic as styrofoam in one's backyard. It's a really good point. Such an act has no functional purpose besides spite. Mm -hmm. Yet, Beck seems to believe it's his individual (laughs) choice, his individual freedom. He believes or is told to believe. Right by your handlers, your masters. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And that burning styrofoam mm-hmm. is somehow as American as apple pie. I know you believe that. Oh, deeply. Yeah. I mean, uh, it's kind of what guides you. This started in 2010, but I mm-hmm. now uh, heat my home with nothing but burnt styrofoam. Back in 2010, and a lot of people were with me on this one, I just burned all the styrofoam peanuts I could find. And a lot oh, of people shipping are like, peanuts? I, yeah, I yeah. hate those damn things, right? Mm-hmm. Am I well, right? They, they get out, they fall all over the floor. You can never get they them out. They stick to your hand. Yeah, they're awful. Yes, yes. I actually rolled little children around in the styrofoam <clears throat> peanuts. It stuck to them. And then I shook them over the fire. Wow. Sometimes I slipped and I dropped a few of the kids. But that's okay. We got rid of a lot of those styrofoam peanuts. Who knew they were making more? Anyway, Beck, of course, doesn't own the atmosphere. We all have to breathe the same one. Is that true? No. Okay. Uh, hence, 
Hence, the chemicals released in the burning of these toxic synthetic plastics spread across the planet in short order. We've all inhaled their carcinogens by now. Wow. I never even looked you at didn't, it you that didn't way. You didn't care is what the problem well, was. But you I didn't, didn't care to okay, look at it. Hey, you're right. I didn't. If future historians look back at this moment, surely they will marvel at what kind of confused ideological belief system could compel someone to do so, something so selfish and frankly stupid. Surely they will. Surely, Surely they, they will. will. Surely they will look mm-hmm. back at this and think, Surely they how will. could somebody be so stupid? <laughs> Yet capitalism begat this culture. <laughs> this notion that we're alone and have the individual right to do whatever we want with our time, our money, yeah. our lighters, even and especially if it hurts others. Capitalism to function requires us to collectively deny the sheer idea of the collective good. As Margaret Thatcher once said, there is no such thing as society. There are only individual men and women, and there are families. Well, Hmm. as Beck and Thatcher eloquently illustrate in very different ways, the ideological core of late capitalism is the supremacy of the belief in one's own individual beliefs and actions, regardless how they make others suffer or are morally or factually wrong. <laughs> I love this lecture from Salon. <laughs> the celebration of individualism in all its forms, including behavior, dress, and actions, is in Intrinsic in this epic of capitalism, exemplified in social media. If you take this culture of hyper-individualism to its extreme, one might come to believe that you have the right to do or believe whatever you want. Even if those beliefs are immediately, provably untrue. How dare you! So, so, thank you, Greta. So, (laughs) so So what this author is saying is... You shouldn't be able to believe things that are untrue? Apparently. Wow. Mm -hmm. What should you do to people who are saying things that are not true? I think you should lock them up. Do you? Do you think that's what they want? Well, there has been mission creep with capitalist culture's idea of what freedom means. Freedom to believe in one's own individual universe. Freedom to pick and choose facts and to disregard those that are disagreeable. Oh, my gosh. <laughs> so ironic. Oh, isn't it? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. We are now seeing this result of mission creep in the emergence of a post-truth society. We've been encouraged by a marketing apparatus to embody our own individual whims, to buy what we want, see what we want, do what we want, though all of this was just our right. Thus, we would believe whatever we want isn't much of further of a stretch. Believe in uh, astrology. Believe in a flat earth. Believe that vaccines are a toxic plot. Believe that every uh, every leader Trump says is right is right and that all conspiracies are true simultaneously. This is... This is one of the most amazing pieces of lack of self-awareness I have ever... Seen. My slightly shocking proposition then is this. What if capitalism ultimately 
has created its own undoing by normalizing the post-truth society. What if? Many on the center and right believe that postmodern professors, a vague term that I disagree with how they wield it, have somehow perpetrated this lazy relationship with the truth, lazy relationship <laughs> with the truth, by promoting some sort of multipolar view of truth. Others blame the sort of drug-induced counterculture ideologies embodied in, in writers like Carlos Constanda, who, whose literature depicted a reality that was hazy and self-determined. These movements have sprung up from the same font of late capitalism, its tendency to tie individual with one's belief system. You can draw a line, I think, from Milton Freeman's depressingly shadow view of human nature to our post-truth I was just thinking the same thing. It was right on the tip of my tongue. Was it really? Yeah, I was going to say that same sentence. Was it? Is it perhaps the styrofoam that is burning here in the studio to keep us warm? Possibly. That is making you think those yeah, crazy it's thoughts? Very possible. <laughs> you know, it's really sad because I, now that I've been exposed, mm-hmm. I've been building houses out of styrofoam only to burn them down. Wow. Yeah. Have you really? Yeah. I, w- I went to Georgia and I planted uh-huh. a whole, a whole field of styrofoam peanut plants. So you got like a styrofoam peanut farm? Yeah, I do. Huh. And we go out there and I have, I, I, I take people from the border who have been living in the shadows mm-hmm. and I keep them in the shadows and I oppress them to pick the styrofoam peanuts in the farm only to take them then and mm-hmm. burn them and the illegal immigrants. And yes, I said it, illegal immigrants. You are truly evil. Well, truly in every way we're living in a postmodern world and a and a a post-truth world world. yeah what am i mm -hmm. what am i gonna do you know well you've been caught dead to rights you might as well come out with it all now oh you want me to come out with all of it yes yes beyond the farm purge yourself beyond the farm of all your iniquity all right okay i took okay all right i'm gonna say it i took highly explosive styrofoam drones oh boy and you know how explosive you drop you drop styrofoam if it's from a high altitude you know what a high altitude does to styrofoam (laughs) yes and i took that drone and i was ramming them into the rainforest this summer (laughs) wow yeah yeah wow i needed to do something big i had already taken you know those styrofoam things that they pack you know livers and hearts and kidneys in Mm -hmm. i had already burned all those so there was nothing then to pack the organs in. Of anymore? course not. You didn't care. Of course though. not. You I didn't, didn't care. care. I needed to. I needed to keep up with polluting the earth, so I burned all of those. Yeah, and then you rammed the residual into the rainforest, into which the rainforest. caused all those all the fires. Fires. Yeah. Now California was wow. my idea, <laughs> but I didn't do that. It was my oh, idea. Didn't? No, mm-hmm. there's a copycat out there who's like, I hate the environment too. Yeah. And they wanted to burn their styrofoam and I don't, you know, whatever. You know, I, I tell myself that, that uh, mm-hmm. you know, imitation is the highest form of flattery. So, plus, I mean, you can't do everything. Yeah. No. Right. You did the, the important one. So which I was... tried something new. I mm-hmm. tried something new this weekend. I moved the global climate study, uh, uh, summit. The summit. I moved that from one continent to another just to screw Greta the little kid. How dare you? Yeah. 
Wow. But wow. now that Salon's on to me. Again, you might And as they well have such up. a good point that, <laughs> you know, if you, you got to silence, you got to, you know, people like me are silencing those who disagree with me, mm-hmm. you know, and mm-hmm. I'm allowed to believe in just crazy things. But they, yeah. of course, are not lazy in their search for truth. <laughs> <laughs> that is truly unbelievable. That actually unbelievable. made it onto salon.com. Well, Warner Media executives have caused some consternation among CNN employees with their decision to hire actor Morgan Freeman to narrate a presentation to its investors. Warner Media is CNN's parent company. Employees from both organizations attended a presentation to Warner Media investors on Tuesday of last week, and the presentation opened with a video narrated by Morgan Freeman. The company's decision to hire Freeman for the gig comes after several CNN reporters wrote a 2018 article about eight women who alleged the 82-year-old actor had harassed them or engaged in inappropriate conduct. It's disgusting, said one CNN employee. Some of us were scratching our heads in shock, wondering how something like this could ever happen. Right, somebody who's been accused is actually still being hired by yeah. people? Of all oh, the no. millions of wow. people they could have hired, mm-hmm. why him? You know what? They could have had Freddie, the guy that bags groceries. Uh, he could have done it. And something else about CNN that you should think about <laughs> investing. Out of all the millions of people that can read and speak that aren't Morgan Free- Morgan Freeman. I mean, how could something like this happen? No CNN employees agreed to speak on the record. Hmm. The bravery of those poor souls. <laughs> bravery. I did not create an unsafe work environment. I did not assault women. I did not offer employment or advancement in exchange for sex. Any suggestion that I did so is completely false, said Freeman. And Joe the bagger said, would you like paper or plastic? Wow. You got to love it, though, when liberals eat their own. There's another example of the world they've created Mm -hmm. coming back to bite them. Right. And you know what? Morgan Freeman said he didn't do it. There, uh-huh. He hasn't been adjudicated as, as no. guilty of anything. There's, there's not been any due process. No, it's just accusations. Should you destroy somebody just on accusations? The left says yes. CNN says yes. Time Warner is okay with it. But they don't actually mean it. When it comes to them, they don't mean it. Few of the employees do, though. I say, get the torches. Let's get the witches. Ah, <laughs> uh, I mean, if if you're going to stop everybody who's been accused from having any further job in this in this country, it'll be you and me. It's just us. <laughs> it's just us. <laughs> just us. Police in Nebraska are searching for a man who allegedly tried to open an account last week. What was the problem? Well, he went into the uh, Lincoln branch. He 
strolled in around 9.30 in the morning, and he, he put his deposit on the ledge and said, I'd, I'd like to, I'd like to uh, uh, deposit this in a new account. And the, the teller said, um, this is not real. And he said, yes, it is. I'm telling you it is, and I want to open an account. She said, it's, they, it's not real. How do you know it's not real? It's real. I have it. Be- because we don't, the U.S. doesn't make a million-dollar bill. <laughs> and uh, when she said, I'll go get a manager, he turned around and walked out with his million with dollars. With his real million-dollar bill? His real uh. million-dollar bill. They're trying to identify the man uh, because the government would like to perform what they call a welfare check and uh, determine whether or not he had been a victim of a crime. Wink. wink. <laughs> we're here to help. We're from the government, and we're here to help. If you've been given a million-dollar bill, come to this conference on Super Bowl Sunday. And we'll help you <laughs> get three square meals a day. Have a nice little bunk area. That's right. Sleep in. You're going to be room and board for a long time. We're going to help you. All right. The um, National Forest, the Wizard Rock, went missing. Somebody stole a one-ton, very famous rock from the desert. An update on that coming up. Welcome to the uh, program. A couple of uh, news items here. Uh, The one-ton landmark from Prescott National Forest known as the Wizard Rock. Popular landmark. Described as, quote, a beautiful black boulder with white granite running through it. Has been missing now. Uh, The U.S. Forest Service said that they believe someone using possibly heavy equipment removed the boulder. (laughs) Okay, it's 2,000 pounds. It it probably is possible heavy equipment was used. It's possible. possible. Very light, maybe like a little wheelbarrow would be light equipment. Mm -hmm. It's unfortunate when we lose such a treasure as the Wizard Rock. Uh, says the district ranger for uh, uh, Bradshaw Ranger District, uh, our hope that it will be returned to us and these recent occurring, uh, reoccurring events will become an educational opportunity. Wizard Rock is often admired by the public for its beauty. Taking minerals from a national forest is illegal without a valid permit, but Wizard Rock is hardly the first gigantic rock to be taken from federal land in 2009. An 80-pound heart-shaped rock was taken from Granite Mountain Wilderness, and uh, then it uh, was returned. More recently, two boulders weighing 750 to 2,000 pounds were removed as well at separate incidences. Now, I have heard this morning news on the Wizard Rock that it has mysteriously reappeared Hmm. at the National uh, Forest. Uh, I'm not sure if heavy equipment was used or the possibility of the Wizard Rock just making itself disappear (laughs) 
and reappear <laughs> as it is a wizard, wizard rock. rock. One more story before we get to our communist update. Um, Utah woman charged with falsely reporting her husband murdered her. Utah woman facing two criminal charges after she claimed her husband had shot and killed her. A woman, uh, Rebecca Nielsen, Bluffdale, Utah, charged with one count of criminal mischief and emergency reporting of abuse, a third-degree felony. Now, somebody else who knows Nielsen and her husband received a text on uh, June 25th from uh, Nielsen's husband's phone saying he had shot his wife and he didn't know what to do. The woman said, are you serious? She received more texts from the man's phone confirming, yes, it's not a joke. She's not breathing and she is dead. Help me. Well, the other woman decided to call 911 and report the killing. Multiple agents respond to the couple's residence. Several announcements were made asking for the man to exit the residence. Eventually, uh, kind of a sleepy Nielsen came out of the house. Um, Well, actually, it wasn't the house. It was the motorhome parked on the property. The wife eventually came out of the house. Court documents state the man seemed confused and sleepy. Man told uh, told him that he had been talking to his friend on the phone when his wife started yelling at him. Apparently, she took his phone away and then broke his laptop computer screen. After the argument, the man went to sleep in the RV. During the interview with police, the woman admitted sending the text messages to the other woman from her husband's phone. She claimed he was cheating on her, and she wanted to know if the woman would be an accomplice in covering up her murder. <laughs> That's a good plan. That's a it's, really... Yeah, I'm, I'm guessing they're not the sharpest uh, <laughs> knives in the, uh, in the bowl. <laughs> Comrades! It's time for our communist uh, update. And boy, comrades, we have made some real progress here. Seattle public schools are now uh, trying to get rid of the frustration in math. A lot of kids are are very frustrated with math. And the teachers now say that's because capitalism has used math as an oppressive tool. Uh, It is math has a, a litany of serious crimes, imperialism, dehumanization, and oppress, oppression of marginalized persons. And the district has uh, proposed a new curriculum that would focus on the power and oppression of math, <laughs> the history of resistance and liberation of math. Hmm. Uh, now, the curriculum isn't mandatory, Uh, But it provides resources for teachers who would like to introduce the ethnic studies into the classroom vis-a-vis math. Um, Apparently, there's no district-wide or mandated math ethnic studies curriculum. Um, However, the units have been created by representatives of local community organizations. So there's no experimentation going on here. Uh, Robert Berry, the president of the National Council of Teachers of Mathematics, says Seattle is really on the forefront of this. What they're doing follows the line of work that we hope 
we can move forward as we think about the history of math and who contributes to that. Also deepening the student's connection with identity and agency that math provides. The young people uh, who are going to learn real math, um, you know, those, those will be the ones that are really successful. The public school kids uh, that are going to be in these uh, schools are going to get dumber and dumber. And, uh, you know, as bridges start to fall down, I guess maybe we'll start picking up math again. Uh, What does it mean to decode mathematical beauty or identify the development of mathematics that has been erased from learning in school? Well, the guidance says it will rehumanize mathematics. How are you going to rehumanize? It's not human. It's it's their numbers. I don't. Here's verbatim from the proposal. Students will be identify the inherent inequities of the standardized testing system used to oppress and marginalize people in communities of color. They'll also be able to explain how math has been used to exploit natural resources and explain how math dictates economic oppression. Um, they... Um, they're very concerned about this. Uh, they're going to they're going to reject any of the standardized testing because uh, of the inequity uh, the um, inequity involved in this, and uh, they will prove those facts not mathematically or probably historically, but they will prove those facts to a bunch of kids who don't know any better and then never will. Maybe with identity politics, maybe that's what they'll replace uh, math. That'll that'll help. Yeah, no, that'll yeah, really then, help. Yes, no, that'll be that'll yeah. be fantastic. Uh-huh. <laughs> also, oh, another another one, another update, comrade. <laughs> this is uh, the effort to suppress speech and science that's working really well right now, especially in Great Britain. A birth coach has been ostracized by her professional organization. A birth coach. A birth coach. Somebody who is coaching you during birth. During birth. Yeah. Exactly. Uh, A transgender activist branded her offensive after she made a Facebook post in which she said, get this, only women can have babies. No. Yeah. No. That's what she said. No, that's not true. That's what she said. Lindsay McCarthy Calvert, 45, forced to stand down as spokesperson for Doula UK and has since uh, been released altogether from Holy the national God. organization. Does she not coaches. know? You know, it's time to come My clean on gosh. where Stu is right now. So uh-huh. we've been saying that Stu is in Disneyland, but he's been popping babies out of his pee-pee for a week. <laughs> and uh, and <laughs> it's, it's time to expose it's that. It's time to expose it. Yeah. <laughs> Popping Men. babies out of that his pee pee. Yeah. That's beautifully put. Yeah, thank you. Uh, thank very you. Very nice. All right. Well, <laughs> sorry, Stu. I had to tell the truth. <laughs> and it hurts. It right? It hurts. Oh, my gosh. Oh, it's gosh. excruciating. <laughs> have you ever had? Have no, you ever, I haven't. Not, yeah, no, ten, I haven't. 10 pound baby out of your pee pee is. The president is telling Fox News to get better pollsters because the mm. poll that just came out does not look good for the uh, president, according to Fox News. Uh, also, the CNN poll and the MSNBC poll, and I think the uh, uh, NBC poll also yeah. didn't look good. Microsoft, too, the MSN poll, yeah. also bad. But 
it's most surprising with Fox because they show 49% of the people they polled want him removed from office, not just impeached, but convicted in the Senate. Okay, so it's hard to believe. You know, just vote him out. They're right. I mean, I know. you can't use the impeachment process as a political tool. Which is what they're doing. Right. Just vote him out. You, you're yeah. you're going to be able to vote him out in, in 12 months. You're foolish, I think, because who are you going to have come in? Some other things that the president's, you know, not happy about and seem really hard for me to believe. His approval rating in the Fox poll, 42 percent um, and 57 percent disapprove. So he's 15 percentage points underwater there. Uh, then it shows Biden beating him 51-39 by 12 points. Warren beating him 46-41. Sanders wins a head-to-head matchup 49-41. And even worse, he loses to Hillary, supposedly. 43 to 41 she's not even in the race i don't believe it i don't either i don't know what they're doing i don't know who they're polling if it's just if they're not looking for likely voters maybe they're just looking for or maybe anybody registered maybe people are saying that at this point um to mislead no or i don't know or to send a message of their frustration but it's not real i mean it's, here's the problem when you when you look at those it was saying you know i want trump removed okay that's that's one thing that's your political frustration perhaps mm-hmm. coming out you know you could even be a trump supporter and be like i would like to send a message to the president stop it stop the stupid tweets and everything else just get to mm-hmm. get to business um but this when you're looking at hillary clinton beating him Beating him? No way. You're looking at Bernie Sanders beating him? I no, can't believe I it. I don't believe it. Or I Elizabeth Warren. It. Or for that matter, Biden. I, I don't think there's a strong enough candidate in the Democrat Party to beat, to beat the president. I don't think so either. Nancy Pelosi. Now, to put this poll together with this. Nancy Pelosi is worried about the 2020 candidates, that they're on the right track. What works, I'm quoting her, what works in San Francisco does not necessarily work in Michigan. What works in Michigan works in San Francisco, uh, talking about workers' rights and sharing prosperity. Remember November, she said, we must win the Electoral College. Now, she said she wasn't talking about anybody specifically, but she is talking about you know, all of the, the leftists, the socialists. Yeah. yeah. you got to be talking about Sanders and Warren. Uh, that's amazing for her to say that. That's an admission that the party is, is skewing way left. Is in trouble. So how do, you, how do you put those two things together? Bernie Sanders beating the, Trump? Trump? I, can't, I, don't, I believe can't believe that. It. Yeah, I don't either. And by eight points. Wouldn't even be close, supposedly. No, there's, you know, and I I hate to, it seems like you're just burying your head in the sand when you deny the polls, because if the polls were the reverse of this, I'd probably believe it. But uh, I I don't know. It just, there is a feeling that he doesn't lose to any of these buffoons. Well, we're not the only ones that have it. Nancy Pelosi has it as well. Yeah. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. The left knows this, not the left. The Democrats know this as well. So either we're all living in old fogey days and the world truly has changed much more than we thought it has uh, to where you will 
you will cut off your nose to spite your face. You'll cut off Donald Trump because you don't like him, but you're going to end up with a socialist. Yeah. I mean, I... I hope we're not to that point because... Well, yeah, I don't know that there's any recovering from a, a socialist lot, as president. No, there's not. Uh, Bernie Sanders or Elizabeth Warren, I don't think there is recovery. And can you imagine if they hold on to the House, regain the Senate, and get the presidency? Then I think we're just... We're pretty toasted at that point. Yeah, if you don't have, if we, even if we only have the Senate, I think they'll try to cut that off at its knees. Mm-hmm. I mean, they'll they'll take that and say it's a do-nothing Senate. Uh, the economy will naturally tank. And they'll say, we got to get rid of this do-nothing Senate that's blocking everything that we are trying to do to help the people. And you'll have socialism that you'll never get out of. By the way, have you seen the new Jack Ryan? I have not. Okay, did you watch it? It looked the- like a... Uh, like an interesting uh, season, though. I, I watched the first one. Okay, so it was in Venezuela, right? Mm, yeah, it's in Venezuela. This the, new the, one the is. The new one is. Yeah, the yeah, new, the one, new is. one is. Yeah. So I saw it last night, and I was like, oh, the new Jack Ryan. I got to put that on my watch list. Uh, Jason came in and said they have made Venezuela the victim of far-right politics, and it is the socialists that are coming in to try to free the people. Oh, my gosh. If that's true. Oh, my gosh. If that's true. I won't be, I won't stop, be watching it. Yeah. Stop watching that. That is, that's absolute revisionist insanity. Insanity.